The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What took an engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find Welcome back to Content. Content Optimization Week on the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro. And this week, we're going to publish an episode every day talking about what you need to know to optimize every stage of your content marketing funnel. Joining us for Content Optimization Week is Marlon Glover, who is the Content Services Team Lead here at Searchmetrics. Marlon is responsible for shepherding Searchmetrics' largest and most strategic clients to content marketing success. And today, we're going to wrap up Content Optimization Week by reviewing some of the topics that we've discussed and talking about the data and tools that you can use to optimize your entire content marketing strategy. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Okay. Here is the last installment of Content Optimization Week with Marlon Glover, Searchmetrics' Content Services Team Lead. Marlon, happy Friday and welcome back to Content Optimization Week on the Voices of Search podcast. Happy Friday, Ben. It's, uh, it's great to connect and, and it's time for us to, to recap and land the plane. So as we think back on the stages that we've discussed in terms of content marketing... You know, what are the the overarching themes that you can think of that help SEOs understand how to optimize content across building awareness, across building consideration, and across driving people through the purchase funnel and then retaining those customers? Sure. So, you know, when we look at the data to understand the performance of our content and our potential clients' content, we're looking at a few things to determine sort of these symptoms, causes, and solutions for helping them fill those content gaps. So the first thing that we're looking for is, you know, you can look at it at a micro level for each individual piece, 
or you can look at each segment. But we're looking to understand, one, is that content visible in search, right? So does it have low to no ranking for non-branded keywords at the earlier stages of the funnel? If it's experiencing some of those issues, there's likely some problems that we need to solve before we even talk about content strategy. So that's when I pull my SEO friends over into the conversation and have them really try to diagnose what could be some underlying problems for their content's lack of performance. It could also be just a general lack of good content targeting or SEO keyword targeting for those pieces. So those are some of the things that we're looking for before we move over into the next stage of assessing some potential gaps in content strategy. The other thing that we're looking for is, let's say a piece of content or a category of content is visible in search, but is not producing the amount of traffic that it should be based off of the search volume that and the keywords that that content is targeting. So then we're looking at some commonalities, common causes of that. Things like poor title tags or from a content strategy standpoint, maybe there's a little to no understanding of customer goals, pains, and tasks. Maybe the content doesn't match the user intent. And that could be impacting the click-through rate from you know, that content appearing in search. From there, if everything is going well there, then we're looking at engagement metrics, right? So low engagement metrics can mean maybe there's slow page loading time. So again, I'm pulling my friends over in, in SEO to kind of help diagnose some of the potential issues there. Maybe the content just isn't engaging. Maybe it's poorly written. Sometimes that's a real fact that we have to address. You know, we could be working with other agencies that maybe let the ball drop. Maybe there's poor UI and overall UX. Those are kind of three potential causes that could be producing low engagement metrics. And then lastly, for each individual piece of content, um, if the intent of the content is to drive more conversions, uh, and a conversion could mean an email newsletter sign up or um, click through to a specific product page on the site, whatever that conversion is, we need to understand kind of what could be driving uh, success, but also failure of that conversion rate. So typically, low conversion rates can mean the CTAs aren't relevant or there's not enough related content if we're talking about some of this topic or awareness type of content. So those are some of the things that we're looking for uh, when we look at the performance of content and what could drive effective content strategy. So a couple things stick out to me. One, there's a, a deep relationship between the content marketing team and the SEO team. The vast majority of people that are listening to this uh, show are, are likely SEOs. Mm. And you know, I think that hearing you as a content marketer think about your process, hopefully is educational for them. Uh, but also it helps our listeners understand you know, how the content marketers think about their relationship with SEO. There are shared metrics between the two. So you know, as we talk about the relationship between the content marketing team, that's sort of where you live, and our audience, the SEOs, what are some of the shared KPIs that you think about? And, and how do SEOs and content marketers hold themselves accountable because there's so much overlap between is the content good and is the SEO strategy actually working? Yeah, for us content marketers, we're oftentimes trying to identify evergreen content opportunities. So content that is going to address questions that will stand the test of time or will last a significant amount of time, right? So those things that we're answering at the consideration stage and the purchase stage, typically the awareness content is, again, it's less evergreen. So in terms of shared KPIs, I know that evergreen content, for me as a content marketer, 
is near and dear to my heart. One, because typically is addressing those teaching moments that uh, we've identified that our customers truly care about when they're looking to make a purchase and particularly looking to make a purchase with me as a supplier. So, you know, the share KPIs there are pretty obvious, right? So we're looking at some of our organic metrics, but we're also looking at some of the engagement metrics. I don't know if the SEOs particularly care too much about the engagement metrics, but for me as a content marketer, it's incredibly important. And from my understanding from an SEO standpoint is that when content is engaging, when folks are staying on that page and they're not bouncing off the site in a relatively short amount of time, that sends signals to Google that this content is of quality. So I would say those quality um, metrics are something that we share, but also from a content side, when I'm attached to an organic strategy, it typically aligns with the content that is going to be evergreen in nature. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. What else do you think SEOs need to understand about life as a content marketer? You know, what are some of the things that you've seen where, you, you know, the content creation process doesn't necessarily translate into how SEOs think? Yeah, sure. So oftentimes I'm playing translator for SEOs, uh, the content teams. As a content marketer, I care about the human element. So I'm really thinking about what's going to be engagement for my core audience. I tend to uh, cringe at times when I hear keywords, the term, literally the term keyword, or when I hear search volume and some of the uh, kind of other terms that SEOs use when we're talking about, you know, optimizing a site for search. So I tend to translate the term keyword to, it's a, it's a mouthful, but the questions that our buyers are asking, right? So what is the demand slash search volume for the questions our buyers are asking slash keywords? <laughs> so there's some subtle changes and differences in messaging that I think could go a long way for SEOs when they're looking to communicate with content marketers. The other thing is, and this kind of goes back to that is, you know, how do you effectively provide insights to a content marketer when you're doing, you know, whether it be keyword research to identify what content should be created. 
it needs to be pretty tangible for a writer and editor to understand. And what I mean by that is, instead of just giving me a list of keywords, help me understand one, at an aggregate level, what is the core topic that those keywords are looking to address? Can you... And the great thing about Content Experience Search Metrics tool is that Content Experience uh, allows us to kind of take a keyword and to derive a uh, core topic that is going to be content friendly for, for us. But you know, I would say that first and foremost, it needs to be digestible. Don't give me a list of keywords that we need to include in the content. Give me the top three to five search terms that we should be looking to rank for. And then I want to go out and do my due diligence to understand what other types of content is ranking for those keywords. What are the top 20 or so pieces of content that's ranking for those keywords that I can use to start my writing process? And then on the back end of that writing process, then I want to leverage technology or my SEO team to make sure that content is optimized. The last 10 to 15% of my content creation process is the optimization of that content for search. At the end of the day, we're all marketers. And there's an obvious handshake between the content team and the technical side of search engine optimization. But to me, going through the different stages of content, thinking about awareness, about consideration, about purchase, about post-purchase follow-up, you know, it really goes back to understanding who you're trying to reach. It goes back to understanding what is the right type of content for the specific experience you're trying to create. And that goes into how do you optimize that piece of content to have the maximum impact. And it has to be the right words on the page and it has to be the right technical solution. So Marlon, let me just stop and say, you know, thank you for giving me insights into the way that content marketers think about building the content marketing funnel and sharing that with our SEO communities. And I appreciate you taking so much time and walking us through not only your process, but answering our questions about how to optimize each stage of the marketing funnel. Yeah, thank you, Ben. And I appreciate you inviting me to this podcast. Yes, SEO teams, tap into your inner consumer. Is the best way, is the best piece of advice that I can leave you with. I think you could still use the word keyword. It's cool, everybody. (laughs) Okay, that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. And that wraps up Content Optimization Week. Thanks for listening to my conversations with Marlon Glover, Search Metrics' content services team lead. We'd love to continue this conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Marlon, you can find the link to his bio in our show notes, or you can contact him on Twitter, where his handle is Marlon underscore Glover. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. 
If you have general marketing questions, or if you want to talk about this podcast, you can find my contact information in our show notes, or you can tweet me at Ben J. Shap. It's B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you like this podcast and want a regular stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, hit the subscribe button in your podcast app, and we'll be back in your feed next week. Lastly, if you've enjoyed this podcast and if you've enjoyed Content Optimization Week and you're feeling generous, we'd love for you to leave us a review in the iTunes store or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Okay, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data.